everybody is just on their own journey in all aspects of life. So that's music, gender, uh, your like your culture, like everybody really is on their own path. You all have your steps that you have to take in order to, you know, get that deeper meaning of life for you to get, get that experience of, of whatever you're supposed to learn on your journey. And so with me, I feel like my gender expression is constantly like growing and changing as we all are like multifaceted beings. Like, and that's why I really like those pronouns because to a degree it's like, I, it gives me my own, like, like my whole flavor i guess like it's it's very personal to me like it's very intimate and special to me um just because it, i and i just like those pronouns because they're, they're they just fit with me welcome back to on-chain experiments where we talk with the creators and collectors building web3 today's guest is rem cycles we're going to be diving into topics like hardware wallets, why they're important for musicians, and what the heck is staking, multi-chain creations on chains like Solana, Ethereum, and Tezos, and we'll touch on gender fluidity when Rem Cycles discusses Jer self-exploration. I hope you enjoy. So before Rem Cycles, I had like a bunch of different names. I went through like a lot of artists transitional like periods and everything um rem just kind of fit right with me and so it's like rem comes from like and you know like like my neurology side of my like life that i like you know think about uh but on the music side of things i started performing and everything when i was four i started singing um, I had to sing in church because that's what happened. <laughs> and um, I sung in like school choirs and in middle school and high school, I, I was in band. So I, that's where I learned a bunch of like uh, instruments, like like brass instruments. And, and I got a lot of experience playing in like orchestras and, you know, going around doing that. And that's what I did. Uh, like singing, singing in the choirs, uh, playing different instruments and like traveling with like my school and doing all that uh, for like all of my like life because uh, I'm, I'm 22. So I'm, I'm I've been doing that type of stuff for a long time. And then when I graduated in high school in 2018, I went to Berkeley for a semester um and while I was there I was like you know what I don't really want to go to school so uh I left school and I came back to I'm I'm based in Florida right now um but I came back here with my family and that's when I started to go through like a lot of artist transitions um I tried to start a few bands that didn't work out um and that's I started like making my own music um, in 2018. So producing, uh, like actually like songwriting and doing my own stuff in 2018, but I've been like performing in the music world for like my whole like past life. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a little bit about me. It's funny you say producing. I was listening to your track today and I was like, wow, this beat is amazing. And also the lyrics are amazing. And you talking about being both a producer and on the lyricist side, it I wrote down when I was listening to your stuff today, the sound, like some of uh, the actual instruments reminded me of like a Frank Ocean sound. And then you also reminded me of Kanye. So like I wrote down when I was listening to you earlier today, it reminded me of like a Frank Ocean mixed with a Kanye. So just before we go into your music, just wanted to shout you out. that You're making some really cool music and it's nice to, to hear that you're on your own journey. Um, I'm curious, what was it like in your time at, at school that kind of brought you away? You're a couple years younger than me. And I'm always curious of the people that, go to school, especially one as prestigious as Berkeley, and then decide it's not for them. What was that experience like for you? Uh, first, I want to thank you for uh, um, applauding and, and saying some nice, nice words about my music. It, it really means a lot. Um, Berkeley was an experience of, I really didn't want to go to college as a whole, uh, but Berkeley and like a few other schools uh, that like a few random schools I didn't really care about. Uh, I applied to because my parents were like, yo, what, what's going on with school? What, what you finna do? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it basically was like, you know, let's let's get a move on to school. 
Um, but I didn't want to. <laughs> so I got into Berkeley, which was kind of like, I was like, okay, that's pretty hot. Um, and it was either towards the, towards the time I was like about to graduate and had to like make a decision. Um, it was either like stay in Florida and go to like the community college that was like five minutes from my house, like go to Boston and go to Berkeley and, and have this entire new experience. Um, and obviously I, I chose the latter. And so, yeah, I, I went up to Boston. Um, I was actually like for the, for the year 2018, I was the first person to check in because there was this, uh, they have, oh, I forgot the name of it, but they have like this black student, like association type of like they it was like a week before like all the other students were coming in so i went to that little like camp beforehand uh just so i could like get used to the city and my aunt also uh lived up there so to like meet some of my family and, and do that uh but school itself like my favorite part of going was definitely the people Um, here in Florida, the demographic is like, I, I grew up basically around like black and Latino kids, like my entire life. So that was all I was used to. So basically going to Berkeley, what it did for me was open my eyes to all of the different flavors, colors, like all of this different backgrounds, culture, and, and it really opened my eyes to what music meant to me on like a personal but like a like a macro level as well of like that that was the part that's the part of music that I love I love the the cultural like combinations I love the genre bending I love the combinations of influences I love when people step out of the box and use music to connect the same way that you do with food or language or anything like that um so that's like for me that was really my biggest takeaway is seeing all these people be so open as well with their culture and 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 you know like just come together and be this huge melting pot of just life like that is the eye opener I feel like going to Berkeley served me but I also realized while being there I was like you know going to class and waking up early and like worrying about student loans and assignments and stuff I was like yeah no 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 that really wasn't for me um and so that was kind of the realization I was like I, I kind of had this like guilt. I was like, you know, there's somebody out there, you know, like you said, like Berkeley is, is, is a very popular, pre prestigious S school. Um, and so I was like, you know, there's somebody out there that wants that degree, you know what I'm saying? That dreams of a degree. And so I felt kind of guilty taking that away in a way. Uh, when I, especially when I, I know also who I am, like I, I really like to get my hands dirty and learn at my own pace And, you know, like just I like to explore and build without the like restrictions of having to fit into like a grade system or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of what pioneered me to come back here and really figure out, OK, so how am I going to do this like on my own and like really get into my bag with that? Love the story. Thank you for all the context. I'm Remy's coming up in my mind, virtual.e. Uh, first, I wanted to, I don't know if this is an appropriate time, Remy, but I wanted to just say congrats on the new job. It sounds like you sound an off, signed an offer. I don't know if you want to speak on that, but really cool. I wanted to congratulate you on the new position going all in in Web3. Yeah, yeah. Much love. Um, shout out Rem Cycle as well. Looks like you're really on your journey, just killing it, man. Like I'm only 23 as well. Didn't finish school. Um, took the whole entrepreneurial route, started my own clothing brand. you know, moved from Columbus, Ohio to, to San Diego to just, you know, be on that journey and experience life. So keep doing your thing. Um, and yeah, just took a job at uh, Super Plastics as a partner management. So for anybody not familiar with them, um, they basically make like super dope vinyl toys and digital collectibles. So just did a collaboration with Board Ape Yacht Club uh, two days ago. They work with Gucci, Paris Hilton, um, big, big brand. So <laughs> pretty excited for that and to kind of help them bring on bigger partners as well. So love, love networking with uh, the community and excited to continue hearing everybody's story. Um, shout out to Isabel. She's dope as fuck. Um, she does like event planning, PR. Um, pretty new to the NFT space, but her sister is creatress. She does AR, VR, art, And that shit is insane. So <laughs> definitely follow her. Follow her sister, Creatress. 
Um, but yeah, this has been a great conversation so far. Wow. Yeah. Isla artist, if you want to come on up or I see we also have Dom Deshaun and Jazzy. It's very open stage. The featured musician is REM cycles, but very open Easter conversation. So if you want to come up and speak, come on up. I won't invite you just to respect your boundaries on Sunday, but feel free to come on up. Uh, coming back to you, REM cycles. I really like the lyrics of some of those songs that you posted today. And I was curious if we can do like a behind the lyrics or almost like uh, just kind of ask you about it and give you a chance to kind of talk through some of the lyrics that you've been expressing. Uh, is, is that okay? Yeah, of course. All cool. Okay. All right. So the first one, I think these were all recent. So hopefully it's, it's relatively recent in your mind of uh, what these lyrics are. But the first one was uh, Jaden Violet had liked this, which is why I'm shouting it out. Jaden Violet just dropped the Violet token and he's been doing really well in the space. Why are you overthinking the simplest things? And it was a line that was like preceded by someone was telling you why are you overthinking the simplest things. But can, can you elaborate on that? Because I feel like a lot of us can relate to just getting in our head. Yeah, so uh, that I wrote those lyrics actually uh, last year in, on October 22nd. I know the specific date because I that was the full moon um, in Aries. And around that time i like i like okay so i'm i am gonna give a look like a bit of a preface because like my music is very very personal to me like it like I, I like i treat my discography so like what i i tell everybody this what i what i am saying peace out from the world i want to be able to like you know people say oh my life flashed before my eyes like i want to be able to go back to my music and have my music be my life flash before my eyes so my music works as like a time capsule of just my entire being and existence. And so that song specifically, I wrote those lyrics. Um, I was sitting at like my ex's um, like dorm and I was, I had to like finish a couple of songs for a performance and the icon was one of them. And I was sitting there like overthinking, like I like, I took a lot of in my life to get out of my head and to live in my body and listen to my body versus listening to thought patterns that have been like programmed in, in myself and um writing that while like sitting there like in front of the window like the moon just like started speaking to me this was at like 2 3 a.m in the morning and i was just like oh, i can't get this lyrics right and i just like this doesn't sound right and like i can't get blah 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 blah, blah. and so eventually i just like took a second i stopped and then I just like looked at the window and just like sat with the moon for a second. And then it just started like pouring out. And it, it that that line is so the song goes, um I start off like sometimes I'm alienated for this man cry, my anger just wipe my tears. I was feeling like really alone. And that's usually when my overthinking starts to like really get in there. And so I mentioned that like I I'd be like stand up at night late too and so when i'm overthinking like i i really like when people like make analogies about sitting with the moon and talking to the moon and like because i do that myself when i'm overthinking like late at night and that was you know at that time like i said before like that was what was going on and so that line is supposed to be the moon communicating to me like talking to me like why are you overthinking the simplest things and intelligent being the meaning of your name is this and like basically getting my confidence back and getting out of my head like and just having that exchange with the Buddha and like speaking on that like a load feeling it and getting on my body communion with the moon is beautiful thank you for sharing that experience yeah Jaden Jaden Violet had liked that and I've, I've respected Jaden Violet's and Jaden Violet's entrance into the space he was messaging me before and now to see that drop and to see that sell out, it was like, okay, I got to make sure to call out that lyric. But I think one of the, the lyrics that really uh, spoke to me, this next one, you're here to use your voice to awaken and arise the masses consciousness to a new vibrational high. This one reminded me of Remy. And so just to say the, the quote again, you're here to use your voice to awaken and arise the masses consciousness to a new vibrational high. What is the story behind that one? Uh, so at that time as well, I was uh, I was going through a lot in my personal life with my family and stuff. And 
my family is very, 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 very important to me. And so at that time, I couldn't talk to some people in my family. I kind of lost like the purpose of living to a degree of not to make it like too deep, I guess. But I seriously, though, I kind of lost like my direction in life and I lost like my own singular purpose and like I lost that connection to my family therefore I lost that connection to myself and so like I said like that that entire song is is the the moon like giving me like my back my confidence and giving me back my like uh awareness of who I am and what I'm here to do and that light is basically you know like my brain telling to myself like you know this is this is what you're here to do and you know that so stop overthinking stop overdoing and just live it exist draw back the things that make you happy and keep that message in your mind so that is basically like you're here to use your voice to awaken and arise it like i've used my voice to communicate and express emotions like i told you i've been singing since i was four so like my voice is is literally the most important thing to me and I've taken like hormones and stuff I, I'm trans by the way for anybody here my queer friends you know what I'm saying um and so it, even for a point I lost my, my connection to my voice I lost my connection to express because I was going through you know that type of transition um which which was extremely heavy and so like that song I like left it for essentially like an entire like full opposite mood cycle it to, for it to come back like last night and remind me like hey like I'm just now falling back in love with my voice again like Cam's in the audience that I was on the phone uh, on the phone with Cam and telling him like yo like today I just realized like like how much I like my my voice and I like my expression I like how I talk and I like myself and that's just like such a big gripe for me that I had never had before uh, and yeah so that's really what that that line means is like re-amplifying in myself and rekindling that connection and that purpose that I have for my life of you know fitting into that storyline wow 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 you opened up the door um to talk a little bit more about you being trans I don't know if it's okay so please push back if I'm pushing any lines, but I don't get the opportunity to talk to, I haven't yet spoken with many people on the podcast that are trans or have a gender fluid identity. And I noticed that on your profile, you have your pronouns as XE, XEM, and XYRS. Can you maybe tell me like, what would be the proper way for me to pronounce those pronouns and kind of what it means to you and your identity to, you, you said it's like, you like being someone that presses the boundaries of things. And so I'd love to just use this as an opportunity for you to explain what it means to you from a place of genuine curiosity please tell me if i'm crossing any boundaries oh yeah you yeah, know I'm, I'm definitely that person I, I will let you know you don't stand um, <laughs> uh but yeah like my my pronouns so those are my preferred pronouns um you know that like usually like my close friends and like people that i just like see every day use those um and so there's two different pronunciations like i don't really care because i'm not real strict on them uh but yeah like some people say zay zem zers and then some people will say like z zim zers like there's different pronunciations i am not really like i'm not really that strict on my pronouns um because i like so yeah like i said i'm trans you know i'll say period um so i grew up as like a, a black woman you know saying that like from you know out the womb till i was about 18 19 that i was like living as a black woman you know what i'm saying so i experienced you know i i have all that still in my brain and in my body um but then when i was about like 17 18 um i had lost my nephew to brain cancer and that was kind of that was a really heavy hit because he was like 10 and you know that was a really eye-opening point for me um in a way of i knew like i was not living authentically as myself and so i that was when i decided okay like what is it about myself that I need to change so I could start to love myself um, as, as much as I did as my family and, and so I could be there um, present at all times as myself um, and being trans was the journey that was given to me. Uh, so 
I started hormones when I was 18, going to Berkeley, like going going to Boston. And I've been like on and off of them. And it, it was like I was changing pronouns. I started like from like instead of using she, her, I went to he, him. And then I went to they, them. And then I went to any pronouns. And then I, would, I went here. And then I like at one point I was like, no, I'm not binary. I was like, no, I'm agender. Then I'm genderqueer. And, and now I'm like at a point where I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm non-binary. I'm gender non-conforming. Like that's, that's like what fits the bill right now. And um, for me, those pronouns, like it, represents i i feel like everybody is just on their own journey in all aspects of life so that's music gender uh your like your culture like everybody really is on their own path you all have your steps that you have to take in order to you know get that deeper meaning of life for you to get get that experience of, of whatever you're supposed to learn on your journey and so with me i feel like my gender expression is constantly like growing and changing as we all are like multifaceted beings like and that's why i really like those pronouns because to a degree it's like I, it gives me my own like like my whole flavor i guess like it's it's very personal to me like it's very intimate and special to me um just because it, i and i just like those pronouns because they're, they're they just fit with me um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how, like, I got them just going through these different trial and error points um, for, like, the past three years of, you know, maybe this one, maybe this one, maybe this one. And I was like, no, 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 I need something that's intimate and personal to me. And then what I found, like, the Zazam Zeros pronouns, I was like, oh, wow, that's it. And that's kind of just at the point where I am now. And, like, I'm excited to see, like, how it develops, how it changes, you know what I'm saying, of. Uh, because it's 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 a journey. Everything in life is a journey. It's an exploration. You know what I'm saying? There's no confined bounds to what you have to be. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that is why I love like people who are queer or exploring their gender, even people who are not, you know, who are who are like stray or cis or whatever you want to call it. Like that's you. That's your journey. Like I'm proud of you for showing up and being who you are. And so this is the, those pronouns and you know, me being trans and stuff, that's just a part of who I am. So yeah reiterating i'm proud of who you are and for showing up to be yourself really cool to just hear that elaboration of like you defining your own labels and also being okay being like i don't know if I, this needs to be concrete i'm still exploring and experimenting and trying things out to figure out who you are that's it's very admirable to be able to say i haven't got it all figured out and i'm still figuring it out so good thank you for bringing that true self here um starting to steer deeper into web3 to hear about your journey into web3 I noticed on your profile you've got um, that you put music on Museum of Queer. I have not heard of that platform before. Is that another music NFT platform? Is it more focused on general NFTs? Can you tell me uh, what's your role with Museum of Queer? Yes, Qmoda. So uh, Qmoda is the Queer Museum of Digital Art. It is not specifically just for music NFTs. Um and it's just digital art as a whole right now. Obviously, you know, NFTs is pretty much the like main medium and path for digital artists. Uh, so the NFTs is kind of like the main focus right now. Uh, but yeah, it's it's supposed to be a queer museum of digital art. Like that's just all queer, like anybody who's in the LGBTQ plus like rainbow assortment, you know what I'm saying? Like it's that's that's who it's for. And um I do music creation and community building there. Um that's how I play on the core team. And yeah, it's not specifically just uh for music entities. It's it's music, art, film, you know, documentaries, like it just absolutely anything as long as you're queer, like you know, you could join in the Discord, submit some stuff for for curation and yeah, that's that's what it's about. Phenomenal, phenomenal. And diving closer to your music path, where would you say you're at with your on-chain experiments? Have you minted NFTs? Are you buying NFTs? Do you own crypto? Have you set up a wallet? Where would you say you're at in your journey of Web3? uh i'd say i'm pretty deep in there you know what i'm saying pretty deep uh <laughs> i definitely have a wallet i actually just picked up a cold wallet like a ledger so um because i i do like have like a couple of coins you know what i'm saying i'll be staking you know what i'm saying um you know got that apy here you know what i'm saying so uh because i think that is a very vital 
piece as well of being in this nft like web3 space is just to understand all of the opportunities of decentralized finance um just like on its own without nfts uh because there's there's so many opportunities circulating over there and it's just also good to have that financial knowledge and have that financial st stability for yourself um so yeah I, I have some i have some different types of coins um as far as like minting i do have a, a couple of nfts minted on east blockchain i do have a bunch also on tezos and i am making uh I am making some releases for Solana as well because there's a lot of great marketplaces over there. Uh, I do contribute to a couple of music DAOs. I contribute a genre. Um, I'm doing some stuff for a Good Karma DAO. Uh, I talked to Dreams Never Die, which is another record label DAO. Uh, and then I just also love to be in like the other Discord communities. Like Music Machines is great. Uh, there's also Colors. Colors is also becoming a DAO soon. Uh, yeah. So and then I also uh, do moderation work for Catalog and do community building there. Uh, and yeah. And then I'm also starting on like uh, I'm, I'm making a like blogging micro blogging type of application right now that's under works and then i also am about to start doing work with mutual love which is another queer DAO that's like building right now and right now at the top of my head that's all i can remember <laughs> it's quite a bit yeah. I, I agree ledger fam like i think cold cold storage and management of private keys in this space is very important for people to understand and when we see these hacks, it's a lot of times people don't understand management of private keys. Um, you just got it. So you're in a great place to answer the question. Why Why is that important? If a musician is listening to this and they just want to make NFTs and get the benefits of using Web3 Rails, why is private key management or a ledger hardware wallet important? So I am also going to touch on the fact of why I chose to get ledger at this point versus... Um like a Trezor or any other type of wallet. Um, I chose to start with Ledger because I know I'm very focused on staking. And so if you don't know what staking is, so staking is basically you put up your coins, like whatever, like whatever coin you are, you know, putting up, you put up your coins and you stake them um, and you can earn like interest back on them. And so, like, they, they give you coins for basically staking your coins. Um, so your money is basically working for you the same way that you would get, like, dividends for stocks. If you, if, if you like, buy a certain percentage of stocks, they'll give you dividends that give you a payout based on, you know, you investing in that company's, you know, stock. Uh, so you can do that same thing with, with coins in, in crypto. And that's really important because it's like you have to think longevity in this space. Um, and that's why, like, getting a cold wallet was important for me. You have to think about, you know, on this hot wallet, if you connect it to the wrong site, someone can, you know, go in there and, you know, potentially hack your wallet and take your coins. Um, versus if you had a cold wallet, you know, you store it on a cold wallet, it's it's safe on there. You have your, your key and everything. And it's it's just like an extra layer of protection uh, because this digital world, like, you like this this whole space is still experimental to a degree like catalog for example is still in beta you know what i'm saying even though there's all this you know great amazing things happening there like there's a there's a lot of things are still being built and so there is still a lot of room for people to like get in those loopholes and you know potentially hurt your pockets which is you know we don't want that over here uh so yeah uh, uh cold wallet is definitely important for for that and it's also important for longevity because you know when you make these these sales you know you you got to be focused on okay how am i building for my future self you know what I'm saying? Like where, like, you know, I should save a bit of this ETH, you know, and just pocket it just so like as ETH grows in time, like one year, two year, five years from now, I still have some type of like dependency and, and so like I have like a safety blanket essentially to fall back on um, alongside just these initial sales because, you know, maybe there's like a, you know, like in a bear market and, and things are slowing up um, and you still also have to think about your real life needs and, and where you're going to be like five years from now. 
Um, like I said, everything's still being built. So it's like, okay, you got to build for your future self. You got to make connections and build community for your future self and making sure you understand crypto, understand the security, understand, you know what I'm saying? You don't got to be a full, you know, dev in here, but definitely having just like that first blanket knowledge to understand what you're doing when you buy ethereum that you're making like an investment in a digital asset versus i'm buying this eth so i can make an nft sale like those are two whole different mindsets one is the longevity mindset and one is just the initial okay i'm here to make this sale and then go back to my regular life um so yeah that's that's for me the importance of getting a hardware wallet and understanding um all the crypto action that's happening underneath these nft creations And so you're participating in DAOs, you've got your ledger, you're staking, you're talking about NFTs, you're getting on collab calls with people like Cam Murdoch. If I wanted to support you and I wanted to start getting some crypto into your wallet, um, what platforms could I go on? Have, I might have missed it, but are there any platforms that you published on where I could go and like buy an NFT from you? Or how if I wanted to support you on your creative journey, what are the ways that I, as a collector and fan, could support you right now? Uh, yes. So, um, I'll start about the Excel start. Um, yeah, you, I have some, I have stuff on catalog right now and I'm still, you know, playing for like, what month is it? April? Yeah. Uh, for the rest of the month, I'm going to be doing like uploads, a lot of uploads, a lot of collaborations as well. Super excited about that. Uh, but yeah, I have some work up on catalog. If you're on like East mainnet, I also do have a video up on Zora right now. Um, and it's like a beat tutorial video because I'm also very heavy on getting more education in the space alongside the crypto, but also just artistic education. Um, because that's just really important to me. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm definitely going to be doing more on there in Zora. Um, on Tezos, I have um, Tezos platforms like are a little confusing, uh, but if you use Tezos, you can go to uh, Hick AF or it's also called Theia now. And that's one marketplace I have stuff on. And then I also have stuff on Versum. I have a couple of beats up there. Um, and that's on Tezos. And then on Solana, I'm going to be minting on Nina and then Form Function. Um, for right now, because I really enjoy those two platforms and I think what they're doing is absolutely brilliant. Um, and then also Exchange, I'm definitely going to test out too. Um, and then I have music on Bandcamp right now. Like I have a bunch of beats and demos and little tracks on Bandcamp. If you're not into the Web3 gig, you know what I'm saying? Um, and you can just buy music directly from me there. And then like I also have my wallet. So if you just want to send me money because you love me, then you can also do that. <laughs> um, and I that's like remcycles.eth and then remcycles.tez if you're on Tezos. Um, and then now I'm also working on building my own marketplace and then uh, for my, my little universe project that I got going on. And then I'm also planning to put my music on DSPs within the like last two weeks of this month and then also in May. So that you'll also be able to stream my music and enjoy it how you, however you want, you know what I'm saying? Omnipresent. You're here on every chain, every platform, Web2, Web3. Anytime I hear about uh, Bandcamp, I think of I think of Dom. I don't know why, but anytime I hear Bandcamp, Dom Bashan comes in my mind, probably from the podcast that we did. But wow, so you're everywhere. Um, as a multi-chain creator, why create everywhere? Like I've got some creators that I talk to and they are ETH only. They will only publish on ETH mainnet. Why publish everywhere? I think it's the same mentality of like having your music you wouldn't just put your music on spotify you go put your music on spotify you're gonna put your music on apple music you're gonna put your music on youtube you're gonna put your music on soundcloud you're gonna put your music on Bandcamp. you know what i'm saying because you when you're an artist you got to understand like how important accessibility is to your work and um i think that's another thing that clicked in my brain um when i was coming to start minting here because i was like Oh, like I'm, I'm because I, I did an artist like rebrand before I came into REM cycles and I was like, mm, maybe I should just try and build a web three and like, just like focus on web three and focus on just building a strong community here and not put my music out anywhere. I already have music on Bandcamp, but I was going to keep it as just like web three only. And I kind of had this like big, 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 big reality check of like when I first started songwriting and I mean like just like making stuff because 
I wanted to figure out <laughs> what songwriting and like music creation was just for myself. Like I wanted my music to be free. I didn't want people to pay me. I just wanted you to be able to hear my sounds and you that that was it. Like that was as far as I wanted to go with like releasing music. I just wanted to be accessible. I was really also looking up to Chance the Rapper because he had like acid rap and um his his first tape out like all of that was out on SoundCloud for you to just listen and, and enjoy. And I loved that because I was like I'm not I'm I'm here to create, you know what I'm saying? I'm here to make that art, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really focused on having to be the biggest at that time, you know what I'm saying? I was like I'm not focused on being the biggest artist. I'm not focused on getting in the labels and doing all that. I just wanted to create music because I could. And then I had that, like, those moments come back to be, like, recently of, like, what happened to me focusing on accessibility and focusing on, you know, everybody being able to hear my music? What happened to that drive and what happened to that, you know, power inside of me of just being able to have my music be accessible so it could heal you know what i'm saying and, you know to align the voices arise the mass consciousness to a new vibrational high you know what i'm saying like if i only gatekeep myself and put myself on catalog only i'm disrespecting myself and going against the you know my 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 mission and, and what i'm here to do and so that's why i really started to look into different platforms because you got to be accessible everywhere you know what i'm saying you can't just gatekeep yourself and put yourself on only one platform you're you're not gonna have or i won't say that everybody is focused on this type of impact but i know that i am very much i am very focused on Coming into Web3 and building culture, building impact, changing how we connect, you know, growing these connections, growing our relationships. That is what this music stuff is for me. And so that's why I really strongly believe in multi-chain, because how are you going to do that impact? How are you going to connect and create a community without being accessible in different ways? And you can even see that like with ETH, like them gas fees be scary sometimes. <laughs> um you know, it can be really intimidating to put like $200, $300 up and then on catalog, like the average starting price is like 0.3 ETH, which is like $900 right now. Not everyone has $1,200 to be able to just, you know, throw out their pocket and support you. But somebody could go on Tez or Soul and you know what I'm saying? Them gas fees be less than a cent and, you know, buy your work for like $10, $20. And, you know, that that's the way they support you. The same way, similar to the structure on Bandcamp or the amount of money they would put into on, on Spotify, like a Spotify subscription. Um, so, yeah, that's that's like the big reason why strongly, strongly, strongly advise all people please look into these different blockchains please look in look into polygon look into you know soul tez whatever it is where you can put your music out and put it up on there because you can't just put all your eggs in one basket you know what i'm saying shout out easter but you know for real though you can't put your eggs all in one basket because you're limiting yourself um and that's why it's important to be Remington, I know you'd unmuted yourself. Did I did I accidentally talk over you or did you have something to say? Oh man, I'm just soaking it all in. He's dropping alpha, man. I love it. <laughs> he's killing it. Just opening up everyone's perspective. I mean, he's absolutely right. You gotta you gotta be on every single platform, especially as a musician or an artist. Like you gotta have as many opportunities, especially in Web3. That's just gonna have more eyes on what you're doing. So um, really love your story. Just your, I can tell you're really connected to like who you are and you really prioritize just growth and personal development. And that's something me and Pat are all about, you know, each day is a new day to be a better version of who we are. Um, and I can really tell you, you've made that a priority yourself. So much love, man. It, uh, Rem, Rem cycle. Is that like, is your first name like Remy or like Remington? Like where'd that come from? I was just about to say, because when Sweetman was over here saying like Remington and Remy, I was like, is he making a, is he making a nickname right now for me? Or is he talking to me? I was like real confused. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, his name is Remington. That 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 was like, I, I don't know. That was very, very funny for me. <laughs> um, Yeah, but my real name is is not a Rem or Rem cycle. That's just my, my autist persona name. Cause I love the brain and I love neurology and and sleep cycles. I'm sorry, this accent keeps coming out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> love the accent, honestly. It's fits you well. 
I'm ready to shift more into like current events questions. I like throwing into these podcasts a little bit of time to talk about you as a musician and also just time to talk about things that are that I've seen going on in the space that we can all talk about. And so if anyone in the audience, I see we're getting bigger. If anyone else wants to come up and touch on it, the three points I've got and uh, Remy and anyone else, please feel free to throw more in. But Moonbirds seems to have been big on Twitter the past couple of days. And I wanted to talk about Moonbirds. Also, the merge is coming up and uh, Tim Bico, one of the big engineers on Ethereum, has talked about they are going to be rolling out the merge on the Guerli testnet as a shadow fork this week. So we're getting closer to the merge. And then finally, Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk is still talking about buying Twitter. And I'm curious of everybody's thoughts on it. Do we like it? Are we about it? Do we like the Elon? Do we not like the Elon? So if you've got any thoughts on any of those points, feel free to come on up now. But uh, starting with you, Rem Cycles. Um, how, did you hear about Moonbirds, or is this just my Twitter feed getting filled up with tweets about Moonbirds? Uh, give me one second. If if Remington can talk real fast on his piece, <laughs> has anyone else heard of Moonbirds, or is it just my feed? Oh no, man! I've I've seen it all over. I was talking to my homies about it like all last night, like because they're connected to Proof, right? I know nothing about it from from my perspective. It's just the uh... It's just the NFT PFP of the week. And so that's why I wanted to hear from anyone else. If anyone else thinks of it as more than just the, the flavor of the week, the pump and dump of the week, please give me your perspective. So you say it might be built on top of zero knowledge proofs? Uh, no, proof XYZ is a collective. Oh, tell me more. I have not heard. Let me try and find a tweet and uh, put it up there for everybody. Bro, you know me. I'm, you know me. I'm still learning about this shit like every day, bro. I, There's I so think much like Rem Cycle said, you, man. Yeah, Rem Cycle said it. We're all we're all still out here experimenting and building, which is, I think, super important that we talk about these things that are happening in real time, so that we can continue to just talk about and create the narrative as a community, um, as a community instead of as individuals. Nino, welcome to the stage. Did you come up with any uh, perspectives on Moonbirds? <clears throat> Moonbirds, man. How to wash money 101. <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. Take notes. <laughs> yeah, man. That's all I got to say. Okay. So just, just a passing phase in your mind, a way for uh, the people with bags to grow their bags? Basically. That's how I see it. I mean, I, I mean, and also it's super duper hype. I've been getting tagged by so many fake pages, bro. It's like outrageous right now. Annoying as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I just tweeted about that too. I think that was yesterday. I was just like, I keep getting tagged in these mass PFP posts, and I need peace, please, because it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but what Nia was saying, um, I definitely agree as well. Is definitely giving um. You know, wash your clothes, wash your money. You know what I'm saying? It is, it's getting squeaky clean. Because it's, it's like 47,000 Ethereum. That is $141 million into this PFP project. I'm like, this is definitely like venture capitalist money, like behind the scenes, like 100%. Because that like, that just like blows my mind of like how much money that is in this project just out of out of nowhere compared to like board apes right now which i think is like 5k and just kind of out of nowhere just sh like what well, not out of nowhere you know what i'm saying it's, it's been for a minute but i definitely do think this is like gonna be the next like diamond hand puppet dub type beat there was a tweet i sent out well there's a little tweet thread I want to go on about this, talking about uh, pumping for music NFTs, or is pumping strictly a behavior of profile pick NFTs? The The original tweet I sent was opinion. PFP NFTs are for anons, and music NFTs are for real human beings. And then I said, there was this tweet from this guy, ashow.soul, that said, imagine if we pump music NFTs the way we pumped Moonbirds. And my response was, could you imagine pumping a music NFT project from, and we even have one of the musicians in the audience, the wonderful Jamie Cornelia or Caitlin Rates or Hey Bella NFT. Personally, I highly doubt this behavior carries over to music NFTs, but I'm also open to any other perspectives. Does anyone else like the pumping behavior? Do we think that music NFTs are just early and we will get to a point where pumping is going to occur? 
or are these two very different mechanisms of PFP NFTs and music NFTs won't see them? Remington, Remcycles, Nino, Colombo, anyone else have any perspectives on like, are pump and dumps going to be seen over on music NFTs? Um, I'm okay. So I'm gonna give my two cents because I'm just now also getting heavy, like into the mentality of the PFP. I definitely feel like PFP projects, what they excel at is that FOMO, like getting people to buy off that FOMO type mentality, which is not in the music NFT or music space, like in general. Um, and so I think like, I feel like the PFP community for musicians or NFT people is good to tap into if you're looking to like flip something real quick or play off of that. But I think the like kind of like you were saying in the like the real human being versus, you know, just like FOMO and hype of PFP projects. Like, I think that is valid here because it's like I feel like the people that are really building in this space like long term like really see through the bs and you know they actually like respect that these artists are putting their like money and time into these works and you know what i'm saying money time energy is all going into these projects and i feel like the artists really stick up for other artists when they see someone that's trying to like purchase their work to hype it up or you know what i'm saying like flip it or do something crazy like that which is not like a problem to flip something but you know what i'm saying like that pump dump like let's make a thousand editions and then let's sell all you know let's let's make sure we get this fomo hype like let's you know build up all this hype around trying to get people on our allow list and then you know when when we all sell them out then you know what i'm saying dump it like i don't think that that's gonna like feed in here just because of how the artists who are genuinely building in here see through that type of behavior and mentality um yeah that's that's kind of like my two points on it i definitely advise like if you like the musicians in here um you know tap into these um pfp projects that aren't pumping dubs like the losers for example uh i think i think their name is shadow i think shadow just got like the person who owns like or who created i think his name is javon that did losers um picked up some of her music nfts just because of how she was connecting with the losers community and, and was doing good things for them and i think that type of like connection is what's gonna happen i think with the genuine pfps and you know music artists doing theme songs or you know the the um people who create these PFP projects helping out the musicians and, and trying to give them a bit more leverage and platform versus the PFP like FOMO hype dump type mentality. But that is just how I view and how I think it's going to play out just because of how the artists show up in this space. I agree. Unless like, I mean, cause I feel like being an artist and musician myself and other artists like they love music so much that like why would they pump and dump like a lot of the art that's pumped and dump is like trash basically bro at the end of the day they didn't put a lot of hours into it they got somebody off of fiverr and got people fomo like there might be a bad actor or two but like we're gonna see it and we're just gonna be like okay bro like what are you doing you're not you're not finessing me with that and because the the way like if you really build your fan base i see it as like people collecting like you know there's like merch and stuff and you can just have it digitally instead and you can put in more incentives for your fans like i'm not going to give away my royalties but i would give away a percentage of my merch profit like and that's like some utility that could be useful for someone you know if you bought into my deal or i'll give you like a physical record or i was thinking about like giving pictures of myself when i was a kid like that's some of my branding like the baby elephant like but i really don't see that type of it's gonna be a slow burn bro so if you did eight ten months a year of grinding bro you're gonna pump and dump your shit and then just have a like a terrible rep like a lot of people don't come back from pump and dump situations, bro. Like, I'm just saying, like, you're not going to really, I'm not going to listen to your music after that. Like, you just snaked me out of 500 to 1,000 upwards, you know what I'm saying, money. Like, I'm not fucking with you. Whatever you do, you just took money out of my, my hands, bro, and I was trusting you. I'm not going to fuck with you. So that's how I kind of see, like, 
it's gonna it is very early also like people don't understand the full usage of it and nobody has like a prototype that's been followed like even snoop dogg like did very well but like it's not mainstream everyone's like oh shit i'm about to go get snoop dogg's nft like if i go on facebook nobody's talking about that shit bro like so it's early like we're in a cool place you just gotta keep grinding As we wrap up, we've got a couple minutes left, but I got to give everyone's temperature check on Elon. How are we feeling about Elon this week? Are we are we for Elon? Do we like the Elon or do we not? Um, I'm 50-50, man. I don't know what the fuck Elon's on. <laughs> I don't know what type of time Elon is on, bro. Like, It, it sounds I mean, good. Like he's throwing around a lot of money, dude. I just feel people who have that amount of money should be doing so much like better things for the world than like just trying to buy Twitter. Like there's so many other areas that the universe can be benefited from than just like someone buying a social media platform and like uncensoring it. Like I get that could make change, but like let's get to like the actual core and like root of issues. Like these people with all this money, like they don't do that shit. They're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. We'll see. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck is going on with that shit, bro? Like, yeah, uncensored, but like, who who really cares that much? Like, Twitter's going to be Twitter no matter what. Like, it's been the same. They just added spaces and it's a little bit cooler. <laughs> like, that's about it. He, he, like you said, he could do a ton more with his effort into other things to help people out, but even like saying shit about doge and all that shit like bro like do something else i know you're smarter than that or copy somebody else's idea again like fuck i don't know pat what are your thoughts man i think i'm one i really (laughs) just respect how much that dude does the fact that he's able to do so many things is like crazy to me and highly motivational you watch any motivational video you're probably hearing some of the stuff that elon's doing so the fact that he feels he has the time and bandwidth to take over another company is just just makes me shake my head a little and i gotta overall i I think i agree with the points everyone's making like twitter's gonna be twitter regardless and i think for someone like elon his his he's doing some real big things for humanity trying to get us to be a multi-planetary species trying to help us with electric cars with satellites and global access to internet there's so so many big things. And yeah, Twitter is where Web3 spends its time and it is an important platform. But five, 10 years from now, there was a tweet I saw and it was like, honestly, I don't care because five, 10 years from now, I don't think I want to be spending my time on Twitter. I hope there's probably a better place that I'm spending my time on. And the Twitter is like, I, yeah, very, very low importance. And it seems like that's kind of the vibe of the room. So how we always end this episode is we'll go around to anyone that's up on stage and just talk about what we're excited about in the coming week. So ending just kind of with the note, we'll start with you, REM Cycles, either in your personal life or in Web3 in general. What's something that you're excited about coming into this next week? Uh, hold on, I was, I was looking at the calendar. I was like, hold on, what's, what's the day? Let me make sure I'm on, on the right time schedule. Um, I think I'm just excited to like move forward in the week without... Like, I feel like this has been happening for, like, just the whole month that I've been excited about it is, like, moving forward with, like, creating and, and connecting with people and just moving forward with, like, faith and, like, trust and, like, value for myself. Because, uh, like I said earlier when I was talking, I just, I have never really, like, settled and, and really been, like, confident in that. And I feel like now, like, I... I was literally crying last night because like that video that I posted, like I just, I don't know. I just had like a whole, like whole release under this like full moon. And I really feel like actually confident and like happy and at a point where I'm like, just, I I don't have to worry. And I have not really felt that in a very, 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 very like long time. So I'm excited for this week to keep to like keep amplifying that mood and to also reflect that in my work and 
my relationships and with my family and and just you know what I'm saying like just have a great week and and not stress every single day you know what I'm saying so yeah I think that's what I'm excited about wanted to thank you again you've been an amazing guest i've gotten a lot of value hearing you share your truth uh nino what are you excited about coming into this next week thank you for coming up on stage by the way yeah no problem <clears throat> i'm man i'm so excited for life more than i've ever been really one is the web3 music scene like i've gained way more fans in the past three months than i ever have in the past like couple years and i just moved from phoenix to georgia so like I'm in a process of restarting and like I've met somebody and she's actually a somebody, you know, I just don't want to throw it all out there, but I met somebody important. And, like we're like close, like she just felt my vibe. She didn't even need to hear my music. She was like, oh yeah, I'm going to link you with my son and her son's a, a, a big rapper, you know, that's all I'm going to say. But like, uh, I'm just excited that we got, she's got work for us that I can do and I'm learning like uh how to you know carpent and stuff like that i've never done that really before working with my hands and then i get to network in a whole different city because like being where i'm from i know everybody already like i felt like i hit my plateau now i'm going towards like a whole new step that i can actually obtain some of these bigger goals like start getting movies and all this other stuff so i'm just like I mean, I'm way too positive right now. I ran for like 10 miles today. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> you ran 10 miles? Yeah. I mean, Jeez. it's been up for a while to get, get that strength. But yeah, I was like, all right, bro, let's try this shit. <laughs> you are a different breed. You're inspiration, truly. I love that. Also, um, you said you moved to Georgia, right? Yes. Yeah, because Jamie and, and Frequency in here, uh, they're both in Atlanta. Um, so you should definitely, definitely, definitely tap in with them. Where that would be awesome. Yeah, because I'm, I'm right outside of Atlanta, like Lithia Springs and stuff like that. But uh, I'm going to get – I'm really good at networking, bro. Like, And my uncles helped build all of the bars down there and shit, as they were telling me. So, like, I already got it in there with – with some stuff so i'm just ready to because it took a lot to move so i gotta get my money back right but once i'm back like everything like the universe like bro like how you just said too like the the moon and just like being able to refresh like boy it's hitting i don't know how to explain it but it's hitting <laughs> next up my co-host the lovely virtual dot eth remington what are you excited about my friend Oh, man, similar to Nino, uh, a lot to be excited for. Um, for some of y'all that weren't in here, um, just got a new job opportunity over at Super Plastic. So putting in my two weeks tomorrow at my current company and just, you know, going 100%, learning about the partnership side of business, learning the ins and outs of the brand, um, and then just focusing on my my personal growth, man, like, you know, really good morning for me. Got the meditation, the breath work, the, the the hiking, you know, all the good stuff. And I just want to keep that consistent, keep growing, keep healing, and keep shining my light to the world. So thank you, everybody, for, you know, hopping on the space and, and listen to all these amazing people share their story and background. And me and uh, Sweetman.Eth are just going to keep this shit going, trying to build community. So much love. Congrats, congrats, congrats on Super Plastics. Seeing you grow in this space at the pace you're going makes me smile to just get to be a part of your your growth in Web3 and to see you continue to move into like what ignites your fire and helping people find their portals and going deeper towards that virtual dot ETH. Personally, I'm on my engineer shit. ETH is getting closer to the merge. We're rolling out on test nets. So if you care, we are getting closer. Test nets are coming. We're about to be eco-friendly on this ETH main chain. And I'm building out a lot of features for people on Mint Songs. I don't think I'm allowed to talk about them or else the bosses will get upset. But I am shipping a lot of features. And so I'm, this week, I'm really excited to just be heads down coding, talking with some musicians that want to be alpha testers and giving them a peek behind the curtain and just like being able to take care of my body, but also just stay plugged in and building. So that's it from me. And to wrap up this episode, I want to play 
the song that Rem Cycles posted 16 hours ago, The Full Moon Being in Aries. We got 42 seconds of this track from Rem Cycles, so I'll play this. And then thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This has been On Chain Experiments. See you next week. Listen. Sometimes I'm alienated from this mankind Cause my angels can wipe my tears when I'm awake at night I've sent the whispers to the moon and my soul's desires Soul inspired, I looked at her for a monthly conspire She said, why are you overthinking the simplest things An intelligent being, the meaning of your name is king So why you believe that you can't break free from human degrees Society's dark fantasy, is it all you should see? The deeper meaning for life is right in front of your eyes Rose tinted glasses are real, it must to your surprise You're here to use your voice to awaken and arise A bass is consciousness to a new vibration so don't be afraid to show and tell your lie to the world Only you can live this journey, only you can tell your story So don't worry, you're destined for glory Just close your eyes, take pride in your desire And repeat these lies, oh. Hope you enjoyed this episode of On-Chain Experiments. If you've got any questions for REM cycles, I will post all of the information and links in the description of this show. Check that out, get connected. Until next time, this is Sweets signing off.